Make sure to check out our Facebook and website for the updates on Colorado Festival of Horror, September 15th through the 17th. All right. And with that, we are going. And uh, holy cow, uh, we've got a lot of fantastic artists with, uh, with me tonight. Uh, I'm Dan Crozier with uh, Kofo Live and Undead. And it seems like I've been knocking out a lot of these interviews in the last few days. But I'm here with uh, some some amazing uh, horror artists and uh, comic book illustrators, uh, Stan Yan, uh, Joe Bablazo, right? That's me. You said it right. <laughs> uh, Robert Elrod and Kevin Gentlecore. And uh, Joe and Kevin, I absolutely love your backgrounds. They're so <laughs> inspiring and motivational. We're all about the man beat. Yeah, man beat. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't like my background? <laughs> I like this shit when I love myself. How much more motivational can you be? Well, that that's fantastic, but where's the biceps in it? <laughs> oh! <laughs> woo! Yeah, look at that guy. That's why we can't do this in person, because we, we're all grabbing your biceps right now. Yeah, we yeah, would. Aren't big oh, enough. So beefy, that Robert. <laughs> And then you know, we got Stan with uh, his uh, Walking Dead art in the background. Oh no, it's uh, it's the Queuing Dead. It was a book cover I did for a British um, zombie anthology. Oh, nice! Very cool. Cool. That's pretty cool. So uh, we'll, we'll go around a little bit uh, round table, so so to speak. And uh, boy, I can't talk. Oof! Yikes! Mm. <laughs> but uh, uh, go around. Uh, the table and uh, you know talk a little bit about uh, about each of you and what, what you do um, you know Kevin why don't you go first you know who are you where the hell do you come from and how the fuck did you get into comics <laughs> um, I'm Kevin I came from a muddy hole in the ground Excellent. yeah <laughs> some sort of ritual um, how did I get into comics I lost a bet and this is the price I have to pay <laughs> Nice. All right, Robert. Say Hi, Hi. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Robert Elrod. I used to do some comics too, but uh, not anymore. I've wised up. <laughs> so much effort for you know, so little return, right, Kevin? Yeah. Eyes <laughs> uh, are changing. Yeah. So I I I do mostly one-off illustrations, mostly horror. Uh, I do the occasional book cover. In fact, I'm about to, I've got two more on my plate right now to do. So that's mainly what I'm doing these days. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Joe, how about you? Um, I'm originally from Tatooine or El Paso, Texas, as it's called. <laughs> and uh, I've been, uh, been doing comics and drawing monsters or whatever since forever and then i finally was just all hmm maybe i can make some bucks and i'm still waiting <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you're patient yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, super patient yeah <laughs> and mr stanford i like how it's you know oh shoot i should have changed my name no 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 one one no one needs to know that yes it must have me logged in as my remcat account because they make me use my full legal name 
you there have a go. middle name or is that there, there we go. I changed it. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I'm, I'm Stan and uh, I grew up here in the Denver metro area. Um, I'm a graphic novelist and, uh, and zombie caricature artist, I guess is what I'm mostly known for. And uh, I'm actually teaching, as I've mentioned, at REMCAD now. So I'm teaching sequential art there. Thank goodness, uh, because that's something I can actually do remotely. So I'm still employed. <laughs> that's good. Nice. Well, that's good. Yeah, how are you guys handling uh, all this uh, coronavirus stuff? You know, you, uh, obviously- Not handling anything, that's the point, right? <laughs> Can't... Not handling anything, that's, that's the idea here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, so everybody's uh, yeah, in good health then? So far. Dealing with the Hulkster being healthy. He, he is, he, yeah, that's, that's nothing but uh, health. You know, that mustache, no roids used in that mustache. <laughs> I don't only, believe it. Only the yeah. finest HGH. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Well, uh, I'm glad to, you guys uh, were able to, to come out to, you know, tonight and, you know, on, uh, on Zoom and everything. Um, so, you know, uh, you guys have been, uh, you know, illustrating and uh, creating comics, uh, except for, you know, Robert. He, he got out of that game and he was wise. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, what, what kind of, you know, draws you to the, the horror genre? Um, you know, Joe? Um, that's just kind of like, uh, that's the kind of, uh, I guess, art and entertainment that I consume. It's my favorite thing. Um, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's kind of hard because you know how it kind of like teeters on that line of being like cheesy and schlocky and then like genuinely terrifying. And I love that. I love that balance. I, I love trying to you can you can go on you can go either way with it and i enjoy both of those i like i like getting scared shitless and then i like laughing super hard at that scary stuff um so i just i just swim in that pool and whenever ideas come up they're usually in that vein so i just i chomp on it and i stick on it until I, it either makes me laugh or it scares me and then uh and then i feel like i did a good job <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, how about yourself, Kevin? Um, I like the opposite end, the cheesy, schlocky, stupid end. <laughs> That's mostly where I dwell. Um, really hard pressed to try to make anything legitimately scary or horrifying. It's more just stupid monsters and slimy shit and ridiculous plots and cheese ball nonsense. That's 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 my that's that's my playground. Nice. The uh, yeah, and Kevin, you were working on that. Uh, was it uh, 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 what's that schlocky uh, fun book that you're working on, like uh, Bear uh, Kano or something like that? Bear Kano, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I know I've got I've got one issue, but uh, did you come out with another one? I did, but it was very uh, low print run, which okay. means my buddy printed off on his on his printer and stapled that shit together. <laughs> I brought it with the cons and threw it at people who bought shit. And mostly it was just, I don't want to get too political here, but mostly it was just those complicates asshole getting their guts ripped out for 24 pages. And nice. I stopped selling it. So, you know, 
that, that's pretty funny because because I think it was it was you know you were doing that it, it seemed like uh, in response to like Sharknado. Uh, maybe inspired by Sharknado. Yeah, Fire. there's not enough animals being merged with weather phenomenon, and it's kind of past. <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, you know, Robert. Yeah, I've been I've been noticing that a lot of the stuff that you've been coming out with. Um, you know, your your, your style is has uh, you know really changed, and, and you've been uh, in in the what ten or plus years that I've known you. Uh, you've been been really able to um, uh, really try your hand at a lot of different mediums and a few different styles. It looked like. Um, have you know, recently you seem to be working on a lot of graphite you know how's how's that is is that a fun mess it's um <laughs> well there's a lot of experimenting you can do with that too because i play with graphite powder a lot oh cool sometimes i'll mix that with water on uh, clayboard and you wow. can lift back and draw into it so there's a, a lot of experimentation and, and a lot of things you can do um but yeah i've been mainly working with graphite and it's uh it's fun, but it, it gets very tedious too with all of the uh, the rendering and shading that I'm doing. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I like to digitally color it after I get done with the drawing, so oh, cool. um, you know I can extend the life of a of a piece. You know, I have an original to to sell, and then I can um, just go crazy with color digitally in Photoshop, and then make prints and. Do book no. covers. Yeah. Nice. I, I yeah. I remember you being so tactile. So so that's uh, that's pretty cool that uh, you've been able to do Photoshop. Have you always been doing Photoshop? I know most of you guys do a lot of uh, digital work. Um, I unfortunately still can't to to save my life. But uh, but that's pretty refreshing that uh, that that you're doing that too, uh, Robert. Yeah, back in 08, 09, I was uh, actually doing full digital paintings. I wasn't very, wasn't very good at it. It wasn't my, I decided that wasn't my forte, but um, I've been taking ink drawings for years too and adding digital color to those. Nice. Um, yeah, I used to work in graphic design, so I, I did a lot of photo retouching and, and spent a lot of time learning all the channel operations and crazy stuff you can do with it in there. And I just bled over into... The art, the art stuff, you know. Uh, I, I, I'm glad that uh, you used the word blood. Thank you. <laughs> All that. Very appropriate. <laughs> uh, so, so Stan, you've been doing uh, these uh, zombie caricatures and, and also uh, you know, these like brony caricatures too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember when, when uh, you and I would meet up in, with, with Stacy um, out at uh, San Diego uh, Comic-Con and after I had uh, you know, my first panic attack there, um, it was it was pretty uh, exhilarating watching you just work. You're you're just kind of that that workhorse, you know, going to town while she's pulling in commissions, and, and uh, you're constantly doing uh, doing that thing. Um, is it? And that's something that uh, you continue to do. How long have you been doing that, really? I mean, it um, seems like it's been a while. I started doing zombie caricatures in 2006. Believe it or not. So it's, it's been a while and it's been a journey and it's evolved uh, as well. And as you'd mentioned, somewhere along the way, I started doing My Little Pony caricatures of people as well, which is kind of fun because, you know, yeah. when Stacy's out there, you know, 
talking to people, she'll ask them if they'd like to be drawn as a zombie or a pony. And a lot of our customers just, I mean, they're, they're like two disparate ideas. And so that makes them stop, you know, do a double take. Like, did I hear you right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do you, do you, and, you know, basically those are just two ends of the opposite ends of the spectrum to get people to come and talk to me and, or to us and, you know, inevitably I'll draw all sorts of stuff that are not zombies or ponies, but, uh, you know, I've done cyborg catchers, uh, koala bear catchers. Uh, the weirdest one I did was, um, a beauty and the beast catcher where the girl was also a velociraptor and nice. was wearing, um, like employee clothes from Jurassic Park. So that was probably the weirdest one. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, is that inspired by Velocipaster? Uh, no, but I heard about that. My friend watched that movie. Now I gotta go see it, so. Yeah, I, I uh, started uh, watching it uh, this morning, actually. It's it's really good. It's, it's, it's as silly and as stupid as you think it is. It's, so you would recommend it to Kevin then, huh? I would recommend it to you. Uh, <laughs> my Amazon queue already, so. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely catch it. Uh, uh, it. It's fun for the whole family. Except well, yeah. My, yeah. So except a ten-year-old could watch it. No, I said the, the exception is Milo. He, he oh, okay. <laughs> Which means he probably will because he's a kid and he needs to defy you. That is the. How can you resist that title too? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of pastor, yes. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Um, I'm going to Amazon right now and adding it to my queue. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> See, we, we got to have our priorities. <laughs> right. Welcome I mean, in the quarantine, movie. yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, some some horror fan questions, like Kevin, what's what's your favorite, uh, you know, uh, horror media, like film, TV? Is is there a specific uh, movie or TV show that stands out? Um, I think I think just for my taste, uh, film and television are kind of where horror excels at the most. I do like horror literature, horror comics, and stuff. But I think movies and television encompass all the elements that you need for horror. Really, um, could just be because I'm lazy and, and I just like everything shoved in my face. Um, <laughs> I know that feeling. Right. I mean. I guess my favorite horror movie is Alien, and I don't want to hear about how it's a sci-fi or anything. It's a horror movie. That's it. I'm done. Yeah, totally. um, not in the mood to debate it. <laughs> oh, we're not and here then, to debate. <laughs> or and then or uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre too on the opposite end. You know. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Sci-fi. You think that's a sci-fi? Dennis <laughs> Hopper's performance is rather. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was a breakup film, you know, and a comedy. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all encompassing. It's, there's some romance in there. There's some... Yeah, yeah. It, it's unwanted, but it's still there. <laughs> well, that, that's fantastic. You know, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original, the first one is is one of my all-time favorites and it still unnerves me so it's it's interesting to hear you know part two is is one of your favorites um, i'm quite i'm a, quite a fan of sequels i think sequels get shit on unnecessarily i think some of the better horror movies are actual sequels of classics if you say yeah 
Yeah, yeah, like Alien Resurrection, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't sleep on AVP. <laughs> the, the crossovers too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Robert, how about you? Um, the Exorcist was uh, the first one that I remember my cousin scaring the crap out of me with. Um, so that's that's been a long time favorite. But I've always loved stuff like uh, Return of the Living Dead. You know, the just the campy goofiness of that. I love that stuff. And uh, you know, Evil Dead movies. Those are some of my favorites. Nice. Yeah, that and Alien. But it, you know, I like it for its sci-fi trappings. You know. <laughs> That movie's about a monster that has a dick for a head. That's horror. <laughs> he, he, well, he's got that second mouth, and he, he, the head looks like that. All he wants to do is penetrate. <laughs> Just like our president. Ooh. This hey, became a political show. Horror. <laughs> that's a horror roast. <laughs> horror roast. <laughs> nice. Hey, so what about you, Stan? Uh, what do you, you tend to gravitate towards? Um... I mean, just from a, a time efficiency standpoint, because I'm a slow reader, uh, movies and TV shows as well, but I, I do love horror novels as well, just because I tend to have a very visual mind. And so things that I'm reading tend to be way worse in my mind, you know, and then when they make them into the movie, it's just so disappointing to me, you know, because sure. it was so much scarier to me. Although... At this point in my life, I'm like so desensitized to everything that, you know, and, and you know, the funny thing is, is, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a comic artist and I feel like comics to me are like one of the weakest media for horror, in my opinion, because it either doesn't have like the audio and the editing of a movie, but then it's got too much visual information. So you don't let my imagination make it worse than, you know, whatever the artist is drawing. Mm -hmm. And as a result, you know, my, um, one of my bucket list items is I want to write and illustrate a comic that actually scares me because it's just, I, there, there isn't one out there that scared me yet. So <laughs> what would that comic book look like? I don't know. I think it probably would be a lot like uh, old horror movies where like the situations um, and the reactions of the characters um, and, and the monsters maybe being off panel would, uh, or, you know, yeah, off screen uh, would uh, probably be more of how it would play out, you know, mm -hmm. that way people reading the book would still have you know, their imagination doing some of the heavy lifting for them. Not because I'm a lazy artist, mind you. There's, there's <laughs> a little bit of that. <laughs> like, uh, like what Kevin was, was mentioning earlier, like Alien has a lot of that. You don't yeah. see yeah. the, the creature. That's, why, that's one of my favorite movies as well. Yeah, it's so well done. And it, it sets up the, the mood and uh, the isolation and the claustrophobia, yeah. you know, uh, you know, so well be, because of that they don't reveal everything there's no need to you you wait for um you wait for the uh oh, uh it's tell me to upgrade <laughs> mine's the uh, remaining time uh 9 47 it's like a countdown what do we need to use <laughs> 
Yeah, so, yeah, this, ah, this stupid thing. Um, just a second. Uh, yeah, you said you don't like it to edit. You got to leave this in. <laughs> oh, no, I totally, yeah, yeah I, I got it. I'm, I'm totally uh, biting that bullet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, this is hilarious. So, okay, so I'm going uh, to payment methods and everything like that. And oh, because you went over 40 minutes. I could have hosted it. Yeah, well. Uh, the, I have a paid account, so. Yeah, the other thing, too, is um, the more people you have on it, you know, the, the, the quicker it eats up that charge. So if I'm just, like, doing an interview with one person, um, then uh, it that that logo does, or that, uh, hey, times, times are wasted, doesn't uh, pop on. So at least I didn't that's know that was a, uh, a calculation in the whole thing. Yeah, apparently so. Let's see here. That's payment method. Get this in Zoom their stimulus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did you guys get your stimulus checks? Uh, today, yes. So okay. stimulated. You Talk feel about. stimulated? This is the most exciting thing I've done all day. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I can finally fix my car. I'm just glad oh. you guys can't see my hands. Oh, just a second here. <laughs> That's why this is so stimulating. <laughs> Well, if we didn't have all these muscles and biceps all over the place, you know. I know. Yeah, this, the masculinity is just uh, <laughs> erotic. Robert can't, can't uh, restrain himself because of it. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can tell, but Hulkster totally letting him go in that hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's so gross every time he does it. No jets in this tub. <laughs> <laughs> He's not farting either. <laughs> you want the bubbles, brother? <laughs> That's why he keeps the dog in there, so there's someone to blame. That's a smart move. <laughs> hmm, that's weird. Let's see here. Sorry about that, guys. I take real for this. Uh, it, this totally this is. Right now. Now. Bloopers. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry about that. No worries at all, man. Anyway, um, let's see. Joe, uh, what's your, your favorite go-to? Oh, man. Um, kind of a lot for the same reasons as Alien, although I guess it's more action, but Predator also. Woo, that movie I watch maybe like every few months. I freaking love that movie. Um, my girlfriend and I play this game called Tough Guy Shit, where you take a drink every time tough guy shit happens, and uh -huh. Predator... Chef's kiss is the best for that. Also, you're gonna run movie. out of booze. <laughs> um, totally, totally. You go through a you go through a fifteen pack real quick. 
Um, but also kind of going to like what Stan was saying as far as like comics being like super tough to do horror and it's so true because you can't really do like a jump scare in a comic unless you like page turn. Know, <laughs> turn the page all quick ah! like um, but there have been a couple like uh, like that one Hellboy story um, the Wolves of Kala where Kate first sees the the like ghost wolf thing uh-huh. like that whole that whole page ooh like it's genuinely unsettling like you see her reaction there's no words or anything just like spooky ghost wolf in the shadows and then she freaks out and it's like oh man that was so good but that was her reaction that got you right yeah totally there you totally. go and the, the way it was drawn was just so like like uh it was real like because she's like covering her mouth trying not to scream i was like ah dude that's such like a that like uh that was that was good or like uh I think it's like in the very first couple pages of Harrow County when they're hanging that witch and she's kind of like hanging and like looking out the bottom of her eyes and kind of smiling and like the way Tyler Crook does those, does those watercolors and everything. It's like genuinely like unnerving, like spooky. The way like hereditary was spooky. I was just all that. Freaking love it. But uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're few and far between. But when you can, when I, when I can find something I like like that, oh man, it's like, that's all it takes. I'm like, I'm hooked. Whatever. I'll buy it. I don't care. That's cool. Those are like my favorite things. Like if you can, like, if you're able to draw just like something that, not gross, what's the word? That's spooky. That, uh, I don't know, even spooky seems too nice. But just something that, like, unsettling and, like, real enough that you're like, oh, shit, I know what that is. Or I... I've I've felt that way in my basement or like when a cat jumped out of the trash can when I was taking out the trash or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so like I I whenever I see it, I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. Mental note. If I ever want to draw something like that down the line. Nice. But yeah. What uh what projects are you guys uh working on right now, Robert? Uh, let's see. Right now, I've got a Lovecraftian thing I'm doing. Uh, it may end up being somebody's tattoo. It may end up just being something I have to sell later. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting to see what, what the reaction is to it. Um, but I've got a tattoo commission I've got to work on and, and two book covers lined up to work on. Um, and then I'm also going to start a new side gig. Uh, I'm going to start making um, custom frames for artwork. No Ooh. kidding. So yeah, I'm working on that. I've been been building cabinets, and I built a kitchen island here at home, and you know, so I'm getting the woodworking skills going. Nice, that's pretty they're beautiful. Cool. I've seen pictures of them on online. They're great. Thank you. Yeah, your your backdrop's pretty nice too. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, uh, Kevin. What are you working on these days? Oh shit. Um, my main project is getting over my artistic existential crisis that I'm in right now, which is in itself kind of horrifying. So <laughs> that's got a lot of work going on. Um, otherwise, I'm doing I'm doing more Marvel sketch cards. I think they're fun. They pay for shit, but cool. I like drawing those stupid characters, and people really get a kick out of them. And I don't know. Yeah. Um, besides that. We got Creep House comics in the background, which I'm kind of dragging my heels on. So my partner Will is probably not too pleased about that. But the newest 
issue of Crush McNulty, which is not horror-related, sci-fi pulp stuff is right in the hopper. I just have to draw it. So that's kind of what I'm doing. Well, that's cool. Yeah, um, the uh, with the the sketch cards too, because because those things you know go out with all you know the um, the Marvel cards, right? So you get like a piece of original artwork in in the in the in a packet. Yeah, that's how it works. They asked me to do them like 12, 15 years ago, and then I just haven't stopped. They just periodically someone's like, "Hey, you want to do these?" I'm like, "Okay." So. Okay. Um, they, they got more restrictive over the years. They used to let us draw whatever the fuck we wanted. Now they have really specific, rigid guidelines. Thanks, Disney. But, yeah, um, I was just going to say. You, know. you should draw like Man Thing and stuff, like fucking up other jerks. And now it's like, you can't draw that. You can't draw 150 Man Thing cards. It's like, ah, whatever. <laughs> I guess I'll draw a fucking Iron Man just so you're happy. But <laughs> That's pretty easy. <laughs> Just, just do a bunch of portraits of Iron Man. Give him a little, little uh, bow tie and stuff, and a sexy drink or something. Yeah, but they're even like specific happy. about it. It's this is another thing. Another horror is the legal system that Disney has going on here. Yeah, like yeah. You have to draw him. You can't. He can't look like Iron Man from the movies, Robert Downey Jr. And his right. Iron suit can't look like the Iron Man suit from the movie. But if you draw. <laughs> Tony Stark from the comics, that's okay, but doesn't that guy look like Robert Downey Jr.? Uh, I just dream of his yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. super. It's super silly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's subjective. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you, Joe? What are you working on these days? I, I know earlier you said you were selling a bunch of t shirt designs. Yeah. With, uh, with everything going down, my hours have been super cut. So I'm just been any uh, old drawings I have that I'm like, oh, I can make this into a into a screen printable shirt design. So I've been uh, doing some work with some local shops, did some work with Lab 7, did some work with a small print shop to just make some spooky shirts. Um, I just got an iPad, so I've been like learning on that, getting more uh, used to that. It is, it is a weird, uh, it was a weird adjustment, but it's pretty fun, man. It's super fun. Nice. Um, and then I'm like, a, right here. ow, thanks so much. Right, right on my wall here, I can see. <laughs> yeah, only you can enjoy. Yeah, I can see Robert's back there if I turned off the man meat, but I'm not going to. So. Yeah, don't. Because <laughs> yeah, you know, we like those biceps. Oh, yeah. man. You got There's it. nothing more straight than, than those two, you know, uh, guys having that uh, homoerotic, uh, you know, handshake in the back. That's how I say hey to all my friends. You just handshake. Mm -hmm. And flex as hard as not, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> not, yeah, yeah. No, that's that no, not, not social right distance uh, distance thing right there. <laughs> yeah, no, I just yeah. grab doorknobs really hard when I open them. Look <laughs> how sweaty they are too. So. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they're all glistened and stuff, and they made sure to dehydrate for a couple of days so they could get all the veins and everything. <laughs> yep. yep. They're so close shot. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be hilarious if, if Arnold actually had a uh, body double for that shot. It's like it's an arm double. I feel and they only have only that arm is buff. The rest of them's all regular, but they have that one arm. <laughs> yeah, the one arm. This is the stuff. Extremely right-handed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Stan, what are you working on these days? I know you're you're teaching uh, Rocky Mountain College of Art Design class. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, you know, keeping, you know, a little bit of money coming in as all these, you know, conventions and school visits have been canceled and whatnot. But uh, I've also, you know, had a little bit more time to work on a bunch of um, children's uh, graphic novels that I've been working on. So one of them is featuring the zombie from my zombie children's book as the main character. Oh, cool. And uh, one of the other characters in my book is uh, the evil twins here. Okay. And I, I'm writing a, a script for them as well because they're, they're actually in both books. <laughs> oh, nice. So, That's cool. So, so and then, uh, so they're all, you know, horror, you know, kind of horror inspired. I mean, they're, they're all mostly humorous. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm like, Kevin, I can't really take it too seriously just playing up the tropes and everything like that. But the, probably the scariest book uh, that I'm working on is um, a kind of a young reader uh, graphic novel about an anthropomorphic band-aid, an anthropomorphic scab called uh, When Floaty Met Scabby. <laughs> that's, that's the scariest book that I'm writing right now. <laughs> that's, that's a, I want to read that. I, I did do <laughs> Years ago, as a, like a Kickstarter incentive, I had uh, a big donor, and they're like, you know, I want to make my own incentive, and so they're like, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, they're like, I want to co-write a comic book page with you, so we did that, and it was the adventures of a, a scab and a, a piece of meat that, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I can't recall, what was it called? It's like the adventures of uh, love scab and meat flag or something like that. <laughs> And it's just this scab on the knee that's you know it's, it's drying off it's it's almost healed it's like what what's my life going to be like you know you know once i peel off oh my gosh and so it's it's having a little bit of a you know a crisis and uh and then so, so you're trying to tell me i'm late to the game huh <laughs> you know so i'm giving you some background so as to what not to use but then thereby you'll i'll probably be informing you of what to use <laughs> yeah. I think I've seen some of those characters in uh, in swimming pools. <laughs> that was actually what inspired the story. It was like swimming with my son, and you saw this band-aid floating by, and then yeah. all of a sudden this, this story kind of sprouted up in my mind. Yeah, I, I, I think there needs to be more of like this. Well, and that also ties into body horror. Like uh, what? Human centipede? Is that uh, body that horror? Was <laughs> uh, I was that was one of my most fun crossovers that I did was uh, My Little Pony. It was a pony centipede. And oh. someone, someone <laughs> bought that. It was a sketch cover for My, uh, my Little Pony sketch cover. And nice. before I was even done drawing it, someone bought it off of me. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> wow, nice. That's great. You should do more of those. Yeah, I, I actually am planning on. I was gonna do a human centibite one where pinheads in the back. Nice. <laughs> but they yeah, love it. Cool to see a My Little Pony with a lot of needles. <laughs> man, oh, man. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. So it, it sounds like you guys are you know keeping pretty busy, especially during all the the quarantine stuff. Uh, you know, and, and typically I see you guys out there doing tons of uh, conventions and, and making a lot of appearances and stuff. Um, and, you know, and I, I know right now you're not able to do that, but uh, you know, that, that's, you know, that's pretty much 
how do you guys you know, make a, a big chunk of your living, right? As far as being an artist is, is going to those conventions and, and doing those. Um, you know, uh, Robert, you know, you've been uh, doing a lot of horror conventions. Yeah, you know, how do those like differentiate bet you know, between the horror conventions and the comic cons that you used to do? Because I don't think you do too many comic cons anymore, right? Um, not too many. I try to be more picky about the comic cons I do. Um, mostly local things anymore right. but uh for me the horror cons work out much better because it's more targeted to what i'm producing and um so you know I, it's much more likely that i'm going to get people interested in what i'm doing um whereas the comic cons you got a lot of people there just to cosplay and show off their costuming and, and then yeah. you've got all these different you know, you've got superhero people, you've got the My Pony people, you've got people that are in a very specific subgenres within the, the nerdy comic community. And not all of them are into uh, the dark art stuff that I do. So the, the horror shows are much better for me because it is a targeted experience. And I've also found that uh, as far as I've experienced, the horror fans, are much more dedicated to their um, their genre and consuming it than uh, some of the others. Right. That's that's been my experience too. You know, like back in the day when I think I think we all have done uh, Mile High Horror Film Fest at one point or another. And uh, you know, when I used to do Denver uh, Comic Con, yeah. You know, as long as I had Enigma there at my booth, you know, I would do, you know, very well that weekend. But then, you know, when I would do Mile High Horror Film Fest, you know, the, the interest in whatever you were doing seemed to be just compounded. And, and the, the turnout was like maybe one-tenth or less than that of what Denver Comic-Con was. But they were just so much more engrossed and, and, and interested in, in what you were doing, as long it was as it was horror and stuff. So I, I think I think the fandom is just uh, so much more endearing. I think, uh, and that's that's kind of where the zombie caricature thing really took off for me was at uh, um, Mile High Horror Film Fest because oh, no you know people didn't even care how much it costs. They're like, "How do I do this? I want to do this," and we're like, <laughs> "Well, it's going to cost us." I'm like, "Oh." Oh, yeah, and like they didn't ever even considered how much it might cost. <laughs> nice. That, um, yeah, and your, uh, your, your commissions are very affordable, too. Yeah, how long do those take to, to turn out? Um, like if I'm doing a, like a one-person black and white, you know, head and torso zombie caricature illustration, um, I'm shooting for about 10 minutes, maybe, 15 at tops. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Jeez, you are a machine. Holy fuck. Yeah. Assuming I'm not talking to a lot of people, that's that's a part of the reason Stacy is there because she cracks the whip and she's like, Stan, <laughs> stop talking. You know, you got a, a few more waiting for you. <laughs> Every now and then, can you raise your hands? Like, I got to take a bathroom break. You know, it's like, no, that's why the, the bucket. <laughs> that's why there's a bucket no. <laughs> I have to, you know, be careful that I don't get that mixed up with a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, jeez. I, I hope you're looking at that. It's like, well, that looks like Mountain Dew. I probably shouldn't drink No, no. She takes care of me. I mean, that's why she's a part she of the reason I'm there. If I need to take a break, then she's still there to you know conduct business, make sure people aren't you know stealing stuff from me or whatever. But, uh, but the, the other thing I've also noticed that these horror-based conventions is it's actually easier to sell books at yeah. non-book conventions because you know people that are exhibitors they're all like oh this is a comic book i should sell my comic book here so you're competing with um you know the people that actually go to comic book conventions to buy comics mm -hmm. uh, you're competing with all the other vendors that are selling comic books as well right. whereas at a horror convention you know I may be the only one selling a, a you know zombie children's book there, so mm -hmm. um, it's easy for me to go through you know several cases of sales over the course of a weekend at a horror convention, whereas I'm happy to sell one case uh, like a you know a whole weekend at a comic book convention. Yeah, that's, that's something I notice more often too. Yeah, uh, who knows you less too? The comic con people pick up your shit and thumb through it and try to get you to do the whole song and dance and give them the story behind everything. And just like, it's $5. It's not buying a car, you know, like <laughs> not a library. Yeah. Horror, uh, uh, like particularly stuff like my high horror film fest, since it's such a weird kind of dynamic, cause you're, you're really there catching the crowds in between and before movies. So there was always yeah. like a rush people running in and out Like people will come by my table and be like, I'll buy this and this and then, go it's a lot of that they don't stop well, to talk. they don't nice. pleasurable because we they don't want like, this whole experience like comic-con people expect there to be like a, a fucking show and dance about it because it's at a convention like that i'm just like no i'm just here with my shit oh, you don't hassle to do that 7-eleven about this stuff do you yeah, it's kind yeah. Of weird. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> tell me the story about that beef jerky yeah. <laughs> well, the real nice thing is since it's kind of laid back between, you know, when people are in watching movies, then, yeah. you know, that's the time you can get food and beer and you don't have to worry about, you know, leaving your table behind or anything like that. Empty your piss. It's kind of a community because we all know each other. We trust each other to watch each other's tables and stuff like right. that. Right, right, right. Hey, not Robert. He doesn't trust any of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably who you're next to. <laughs> no, if Robert goes to the bathroom, you have to. It's like a whole ritual. Like, okay, this is how much this costs. This is where this is. <laughs> okay, Some bear traps in front of the table. <laughs> just like, Robert, make sure no one like lights my shit on fire. I'll be back sometime. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the bear traps are not to deter people. They're to keep people there. Ah. Yeah. I need to rethink mine because I put like a rancor pit in front of my table. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I actually now want to go to your table a lot more. <laughs> oh, yeah. your own rancor. I'm usually just lounging behind the table eating frogs. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be, it's going to be the closest I get to Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Joe, what's your experience like at, uh, at some of these conventions? Is it um, pretty similar? It, yeah, about the same. Um, like, uh, yeah, comic conventions, you're, you're competing with, like, walls of fan art, which is cool. Like, I, I buy it all the time, but I don't, I don't make it. And so uh, I do commissions for fan art, but I don't, like, make prints or anything. Um, 
And so there's there's that whole like competition thing and people go to a Comic-Con because they're fans of specific comics. And so it has to be like a very specific thing like Dink or other independent cons where people are going to find new stuff. I do well at those or I do well at things that aren't Comic-Cons. I did like a weird like fine art thing and I was the only dude selling comics there and people were going freaking nuts. I was all cool. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, it feels like everywhere but comic conventions. And it feels like it's only been like maybe like the last four years or so. I feel like before it was pretty, it wasn't as hard, but it's get it's gotten, those, those shows have become less and less uh, good money-wise. I mean, I saw a blast i go i go to as many as i can um but they haven't been doing as well money wise as like a horror show or like a non-comic show yeah. but the indie shows are still the best and i think that's just because the people that go to indie shows are going to find new fun stuff that they couldn't find at maybe like a regular comic-con and uh um i don't know if that's been you guys' experience too but i find that those indie cons are like the best the super best yeah, the smaller one. I don't. I don't do as many commissions at them. So I mean, from a yeah, that's true. standpoint, uh, but I do sell more books, which is kind of my main goal anyway. And then because it's a little bit more laid back, where I'm not drawing the whole time, they're fun because you know what I used to be able to do at cons back in the day is you know network and talk with people, and so yeah. I think is always one of the more fun conventions for me because I get to do stuff that I don't get to really do at Denver pop culture con San Diego and, you know, walk, well, well, when Walker stalker was around, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with them now. <laughs> You're yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. With, with a number of these events too, like recently everything's being pushed back, you know, postponed or, you know, heaven forbid, you know, just canceled all, all together. Um, so it's, it, you know, for for this year, it's 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 going to be uh, you know pretty uh, problematic. Luckily, like like Mile High Horror Film Fest took a five year hiatus and was supposed to come back next month. Right. Uh, uh, you know they rescheduled for for October. So uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to that because because uh, you know that you know, years past that was my Halloween event. You know that that was it for me, and uh, so at least now they're the not Little Pony Con. <laughs> not the My Little Pony Con. <laughs> they had one. They, yeah, it was called the Running of the Leaves, and it was on Halloween weekend one year. The only year that I did it. What the hell? I didn't even hear about this. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> well, what, what's what was it? It was like up in the road above my house, so. It was like a five-minute drive. And nice. How many children were there and how, how many adults? Um, it was actually mostly men your age. Yeah. Um, there were some kids Put there. Put alert on that fucking place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a Bob's Burgers episode based off of this? <laughs> Is there? I don't know. I think, yeah. No, I think so. I think like uh, you know, one of the kids uh you know, lost her uh, limited edition, like My Little Pony type. You know, you know, it's it's whatever the Bob's Burgers knockoff was, uh-huh. and um, you know, lost it to some some collector at, at the show, and so Bob had to dress up as one of the the bronies, and 
and uh, learn about all Bronian mythology and stuff and, and to kind of infiltrate this and, and get the toy back to this kid. Uh, God, that was hilarious because all these adults with mustaches just walking around dressed up like furries. And uh, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was absolutely hilarious. So that's how I picture that event, you know, being Stan. Uh, was, was it? I mean, there were a lot of fans that were wanting to sing songs with me that I didn't know lyrics to. So, uh, but that's also like the anime convention as well. But since most of the, uh, the, the people doing that are teenagers at the anime con, they don't ask me to sing with them. <laughs> yeah, whenever I get asked, it's like, I, I still don't know the words to happy birthday. So don't, don't bother. Right. Oh, and even when you're washing your hands. <laughs> oh no, no. I, you know, now I, I wash my hands, but I don't sing. No, next time they ask you to sing, that's when you jump on your table and unleash your inner Rob Halford and just blast the place. <laughs> I think that's more Kevin. I think that, I think that's <laughs> I wash my hands and I sing Napalm Death songs over and over. <laughs> I, I sing You Suffer But Why 300 times and I'm like, all right, done. <laughs> I'm about you love all my hand washing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's great. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely looking back to, you know, getting back into like doing events and stuff like that. Um, you know, one, one thing about doing like the local events, you keep doing the Comic-Con stuff, and you, you end up running into all the, the same people that are attending, you know, and they've pretty much already have your wares, you know? Yeah. So, so that can be, so, you know, that either pushes you to, to go and spend more money to go outside of Denver and outside of Colorado, or you just got to keep coming up with new stuff. Both have their overhead. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so uh you, when when you're um as an independent uh, comic book artist how do you make those uh you know and and, and uh, illustrator how do you make those decisions on what events to do and not to do and, and you know and of course some of that can be based on whether or not you get get in you know if unless it's like first come first serve or there's actually some kind of uh, adjudication level um, I stopped going out of state years ago. It's totally not financially viable at right. all, especially not when your main product is, you know, four or five dollar comic books. Um, I guess I just try to find things that are in my my niche niche down. I think there's value in having a specific niche nowadays because right. there's so much shit out there. So like you like your your stuff, horror horror cons, mm -hmm. indie stuff like Dink. I think that's kind of where my groove is um denver con has been diminishing return both financial and experiential over the years so i just stopped with the pop culture stuff it's not it's not for me mm -hmm. and i don't think it's, it's for my work either so i think just yeah that's how i make it base it local stuff niche stuff i think that works pretty well for me joe uh, usually if the, sh if the table doesn't cost a ton and I've got like good pals somewhere else, I'll do that. Like there's a really fun, uh, small show up in Boise, Idaho. And I have a really good friend. Um, I made my first graphic novel with him. Um, he lives up there. And so I'll go do that show and crash with him and spend like the weekend hanging out with my buddy. I got pals in Texas, pals in New Mexico. So kind of all along, all along the Rocky mountains where all my pals are, 
I'll do shows out of state if if the table's reasonable and I want I can afford the to fly over there and hang out with my buddies. Um, that's usually it. Otherwise, yeah, mostly local and yeah, mostly niche stuff now. Just just because yeah, same thing with Denver Comic Con. I didn't even get in this last time. Just I've been doing it for since the second year, I think, and, okay. and this year I I wasn't able to get in. And part of me was like, ah, oh, that sucks. Like it's a fun show. I like being there. But also, yeah, the diminishing returns, like every year I've been making less and less at that show and the table prices get higher and higher. So right. it's like, eh, I'm not crushed that I can't do it, but, you know. You get to save your sanity. What's that? You get to save your sanity. That's true. That is that is a wild show. <laughs> Remember yeah. when they had that one, like, where it went into Monday? That was a weird one. Oh, oh I yeah. Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Uh, was that last? That was that last year, right? No, the year before. Three, right? Four years ago. Like the third or fourth year or something. Oh, yeah. I wow. I well, I was under the uh, the assumption that uh, um, you know last year was the only time they did like Memorial Day weekend. So interesting. They did that a few years ago. Yeah, I I, I bowed out years ago because I, I always loved getting a booth. At the time, they were very affordable. Um, mm -hmm. And then, uh, and then one year, you know, I saw the price jump for the the next year. I'm like, yeah, we're we're not doing that. It's just just not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, Robert. You know, uh, what what does it take for for you to to go do a, an event? Well, um, the best show for me, sales wise, is uh, one I do in Dallas, beginning of May every year. Um, I get probably close to half of my sales in that one show for the for all of the conventions I do. Mm -hmm. um, so I always try to go to that one. Um, that's a big horror show. Mm -hmm. But uh, the rest of them, typically what draws me is, you know, is there a guest that I think will pull a lot of people in? Mm. Uh, do I know people in the area that I might want to see again? Um, you know, do I have family in the area maybe? You know, I'll, I'll go to, you know, the Phoenix area because I have a brother down there. I like to see him and his kids. Um, but now that I'm here about Boise, I might have to go check that out because I got to... It's a fun show, man. Nice. And Boise rules. Boise is a cool spot. Yeah. And then, you know, if I if it's something I can drive to in a day, if it's a All day right. drive, um, I mean, I drive up to 14 hours to get to a show and I'll do that whole drive in one day and then set up the next, and, you know. So location's a big part of it. Um, but I've done a lot of shows that I later regretted because I'll go and I'll lose money with all the overhead or I'll go and it just won't be as well attended as I expected. Yeah. It's a gamble. Um, this year I had only planned to do uh, two out of state shows. Mm. Uh, one of them has been rescheduled, unfortunately to the same dates as COFO. Um, Curses yeah. Robert. 